1: This is the official Notre Dame football post-game show. Presented by South Bend Orthopedics. Trusted in the community for over 75 years. Also brought to you by Coca-Cola, Bell Tire, Quality Dining, South Bend Airport, ABC 57, Great Clips, IBEW Local 153, and Coors. That's a gut punch. Ohio State, 17, Notre Dame, 14. The official Notre Dame football postgame show uh, on the air right now. Sports Radio 960, WSBT, and Sunny 101.5. Ugh, like just, ugh. Ugh. Just a gut punch. Ugh! Like, the kind of gut that... Like the kind of gut punch that really gets in there, you know, just like right between the kidney and the and the diaphragm, everything. Just, ugh, just a, ugh. So, let's uh let's break this one down, shall we? Uh, Reggie Brooks will be joining me here in a uh, in a minute or so. Um, yeah, what could, like that was. Probably the best that the defense has played all year, um, and for a minute there, it it, it looked like Notre Dame was going to pass this test, and unfortunately, they left a little bit too much time on the clock. Um, I, I, I I think I think that uh, that last series that Notre Dame had, I I I kind of questioned the play calling a little bit. But uh, at the same time, Ohio State's defense also held Notre Dame to, uh, you know, held them to, you know, not getting that first that last necessary first down. So, um, yeah, just a gut punch. Reggie,
2: Jim. Oh, sorry. Okay, <laughs> you're you fine. That was, that, that was <laughs> as you can tell, this that I was that that last play to get uh, down the uh, line. I'm looking at the safety and it's like wondering, why are you not driving on that football, reading the quarterback and yeah. and driving on that football to at the very least knock it down. That was yeah, yeah. Uh, that was this is this is a rough one. I, yeah, you
1: know, I mean, a, a a great game all the way through. Like I mean, just oh, yeah. you know, just a fantastic game. Uh, defense, just the, the way that it ended and you know the side that we're on right now it's uh, it's just such a huge gut punch man this hurts
2: H- hats, hats off to McCord I mean yeah. that, that those last few throws those are clutch yeah but that again the defensive formation at the end of the game I, I mean that we literally said hey run right here
1: yeah yeah, that, yeah, like all, all they all they needed this, was like one of those tough. big arrow signs that lights up.
2: Yeah, this is a tough one. I mean, yeah. I, they just went the length of the field. Ugh. And you know, all you got to do is make a few plays. Yeah. Make a few plays. Yeah. The, right. the, ugh, ugh. Yeah, I, I mean, that's, this is one that just, just going to stick with you for a while.
1: Yeah, th- th- this is this is still gonna hurt on Wednesday. I can tell.
2: Um, but a really good game, though. Yeah, really good game. The back and forth. You know, this is this is this is old school football. Good defense. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. really getting after it. You know, again, we adjusted in the second quarter. I mean, second half, made some plays, but yeah. they just made more plays.
0: Yeah. Ugh
1: all I see if I'm looking at Twitter right now and all I see are the replays of that, of that last Ohio state touchdown. I'm just like, oh, God, I can't, I now I can't escape it. Uh, we'll, uh, we'll start breaking it down here coming up in a, uh, in a minute. We've also got, uh, uh, Marcus Freeman's postgame, uh, press conference. We'll get that, uh, when, uh, when, uh, when it's available to us. Also, um, the, uh, gates drive of the game, we've got that we've got uh, the uh, the key bank, key play of the game Uh, and, uh, and plenty more still to come, all part of the official Notre Dame football post game show presented by South Bend Orthopedics on Sports Radio 960 WSBT and Sunny 101. The official Notre Dame football post game show presented by South Bend Orthopedics rolling on Jimmy Rosario with Reggie Brooks. Um, let's uh, let's start breaking down the offense, and I'm not going to lie; it's a little bit tough because both defenses really came to play today. Um, it was held under 100 yards. He only got 70 yards today on the ground uh, on 14 carries, uh, but they were spreading the ball around a little bit as far as uh, as far as the running backs went too. Jeremiah Love, by the way. That's that is. I, I saw I saw what Jeremiah Love was doing. He was he was he was pretty impressive today. Uh, overall rushing uh, 176 yards. I mean, not terrible. Probably the most balanced game that Notre Dame has played. 175 yards passing, 176 yards rushing. Uh, you know, Ohio State you know barely won the total yardage game. Uh, but.
2: Uh, n- well, again, it, it you know, you look at that first quarter, mm-hmm. Notre Dame, you know, dominated for the most part. You know, yeah.
1: yeah, there should have been a couple of touchdowns by Notre Dame in the first quarter. Yeah,
2: and that 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 run that, and again, the big play, the fourth the fourth down that Notre Dame didn't get. Uh, Hartman, you know, got got held short, and yeah. it's though, and it's just it's you know, this is it's a game of inches. It's a game of inches. I mean, you you saw that throughout the game, and you, when you're playing a competitive team and you're playing a good football team, you gotta take, you gotta maximize every drive. You gotta maximize every opportunity, and you know when you get in a situation like that, you you can't not get that first down. You know that right. that again, that's just right out the gate. That third quarter, that fourth fourth and one. Yeah, he's right there. You you, yeah. you can't. You can't let that that you let that slide, because they're they're in the red zone. You make that first down, you put yourself in a position to to make a play. Yeah, to make a legit, legitimate play, and you know, just didn't capitalize. And you know, and then it was a lot of back and forth, back and forth, a lot of defensive you know stops. And but again, that you know you go back to that one drive early in the first quarter and it cost them and then and then second second quarter it's a flip. That's when you know yeah. Ohio starts Ohio State starts moving the ball, making some plays here and there, and Notre Dame struggles. And they didn't let I me mean, they had you know Notre Dame defense stopped them a few times, like I said mm-hmm. fourth down. But you gotta capitalize on the opportunities when they're there. You yeah. know, just a, a little miss here because the in the touchdown by Ohio State, that was again busted play. I'm not sure J- uh, Bertrand was all there. He 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 made several mental errors in mm-hmm. in his fit and, and coming up. You know, he, he was he should have been the guy that was in that gap mm-hmm. on that that touchdown run. And then you know he had the the, the you know the legal procedure on the punt, you know, again, coming off concussions, you know, you, you, yeah. you, he was a, – he's a key component to that defense, but I'm not sure he was, you know, 100%.
1: Do you think maybe they rushed him back, you know, thinking that, you know, it's such a big game this week?
2: I wouldn't be surprised if he rushed himself back. You know, he'll okay. say everything. Yeah. You know, yeah. you, you tend to say all the right things. Again, you know, because he wants to be on the field. Yeah. and you know and the team wants him wants him out there to compete so it's one of those deals where you know you you know you can't say oh well you're not ready I mean you can say but if if he knows if he you can be ready to play yeah still just be a little bit off yeah yeah and you know in mm-hmm. and, and, and but in a game like this being a little bit off can have some major consequences when you just we're just a little—you're a little bit late, and you're not filling the gap. Are you—you—you taking a misstep or misread? You know, those are things. Again, I'm not saying that—that's the case, mm-hmm. but he's—he—he he was not the J.D. Bertrand that, at least I'm—I've been used to seeing, you know, kind of direct that defense.
1: Yeah, I mean, his stat line—it—it it, it looks like a J.D. Bertrand kind of stat line. Eight tackles tonight. Uh, uh, one tackle for loss, one pass breakup. I mean, you know, that's that's typically what, what, what he does. But at the same time, that was a really quiet eight tackles.
2: Yeah. Again, game of inches. Yeah. Game of inches. A, a misstep here or there when you're playing a good football team can cost you. And, and you know, that's what it boiled down to if when you as you tra- work through this game. It was anybody's game to win. You know, mm-hmm. both teams played hard nosed defense. I mean, and hats off to um Ben Morrison. Yeah. I mean, because he he was going up against arguably one of the best rec- best receivers in college football. And mm-hmm. he held absolutely. his own and then some.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Uh Marvin Harrison Junior. Just three catches, thirty two yards. Um yeah, I mean he, he really he really clamped down. Like he was he was on Marvin Harrison like glue all night long. And uh I mean you can't can't ask for anything more than that from, from the young man. Um let's see. Offensively, uh passing wise, if there's a positive here, as far as the receiving goes, man, those freshmen have stepped up. Those freshman receivers oh, yeah. have stepped up. Rico Flores, uh, with the, one of the touchdowns, uh, three catches, just twenty yards. But like I said, that touchdown catch. Uh, Jaden Greathouse had a couple of uh, had a couple of catches for forty yards. Tobias Merriweather almost got a touchdown, was stopped at the one. Um, I've I've noticed this over over the course of this season. The the freshman wide receivers have really stepped up.
2: I would agree with that. Um, you know, again, the opportunities weren't as plentiful as we're right. used to seeing them. I, I will say this. It would, you know, it's great to see Mitchell Evans, though, you know, mm-hmm. really step up at the, yeah. at the tight end position, you know, having been that. away.
1: That back that, and that he play. had, man. Oh, my yeah.
2: God. <laughs> play, playing at a high level. Yeah. But, again, it's – and, again, you t- these are freshmen. And you see them going out there competing. Yeah. And you know, a couple of these guys—they're—they're they're freshmen, but they're—they're they're competing like veteran receivers. Mm-hmm. And you know, going out and getting the ball. And it, again, it's a—it was a struggle. You, you're playing a good football team, and you know, Sam—you know—he he wasn't as sharp as I think he normally has normally been. Mm-hmm. But again, they—again, you're playing a good football team. Yeah. You got to go out there and yeah. compete and fight and. I, I will say I was, you know, some of the, you know, fourth down calls, I, I think I would have punted to flip the field. You know, you know when your defense is playing that well, you know, having have an opportunity to, to play a field position game can be beneficial if you really, you know, you know, put them in a bind. Because, you know, we started, I think, two or three drives inside the 10-yard line. Mm-hmm. And I don't think they th- that happened to them all game. So, you know, some of those fourth down calls, again, Marcus said he wanted to be aggressive, but I, again, sometimes you got to play the field position game. And, you know, I think, you know, that would have been been to our benefit.
1: I'm seeing this online right now on Twitter. uh, And this comes courtesy of Matt Locke from uh, uh, WNDU channel 16 here in South Bend. Uh, I'm just going to read this verbatim. On the final play, Notre Dame lined up with only 10 men on defense. Wow. F- Freeman that, said that, post-game that, they saw they needed another defensive lineman but couldn't happen. afford a penalty. That, that cannot that happen. That cannot happen. Absolutely not. That, um,
2: that that's That's inexcusable. Yeah. That's inexcusable yeah. for that to happen, especially in a game like this. And this is where, again, it requires everybody – you know, being keyed in. I mean, that yeah. play was that—that that was the game. Yeah. How, how does that happen when that's the right. game is on the right. line yeah. and yeah. you're not locked in for that play? Everybody not on the same page. That is the last play of the game, and and you and you only have ten men on the field. That that should that should never happen. That flat out should never happen.
1: I need a second to process that one. Uh wow. That uh I yeah. Now let's go ahead and take a break here. <laughs> let's go ahead and process <laughs> that information. Um yeah, more uh, more still to come. We'll uh we'll hear Marcus Freeman's pros uh post-game press conference coming up, uh all part of the official Notre Dame Football post-game show. More after this. This is the drive of the game. Brought to you by Gate Chevy World in Mishawaka.
3: Allowing that versatility really puts pressure on the defense. Second down, seven on their own seven yard line. Jeremiah Love in motion to the left. Hartman, one yard deep in his end zone, throws over the middle. Wide open, Jaden Greathouse. 30 yard line, tackled at the 35 yard line. Jaden Greathouse didn't have a Buckeye within five yards of him. Gains 28 yards between the hashes. He got there a split second before the ball did. Third down 10 now from the 35-yard line for Hartman, who looks over to his sideline, gets the call. He's 13 out of 20 for a buck 44 and could use a big one here. Needs 10 yards. Middle of the field. Stands on the 30. Fires over the middle. Leaping grab at the 40-yard line of Ohio State. Mitchell Evans, well done. Skied to get it. Went right to the ground right after he secured it. But on 3rd and 10, he gets 25. They've gone inside Ohio State territory. This play's 2nd down and 4 on the 14-yard line. Run it again. Hartman in the shotgun has Jeremiah Love just to his left. Turns to him, gives to him, up the middle, keeps his feet across the 10, dragging tacklers inside the 5, finally going down at the 4-yard line. Hartman breaks the huddle. He's in the shotgun. He has Jadarian Price just to his right. Sam's on the right hash on the 7-yard line. Price motions to the left. Hartman looking to the left. Looking. Firing. End zone. Touchdown, Notre Dame! Rico Flores Jr. In between the hashes. Eight yards deep in the end zone. Goes up. Comes down with the ball. And when he comes down, Notre Dame has the lead for the first time tonight. 8.22 left in the game. Fighting Irish 13. Buckeyes 10.
1: And that uh, was the Gates Chevy World Drive of the Game brought to you by Gates Chevy World Mishawaka. Two locations, twice as many Chevrolets, one great name, Gates. Uh Rico Flores uh you know, like he he was towards the back of the end zone. There's plenty of space around him, but just kind of it just kind of opened up for him uh between between him and Sam Hartman on on that on that play. So uh, that is uh, that's how the drive of the game capped off there. Um, okay, so I went. I, I, I you know yelled a couple of expletives. You know I shut the door here at the <laughs> here at the studio uh, here at uh, here at fighting Irish media. Uh, you know got it got it out of my system and um, <sighs> apparently they had ten men on the field for the final two plays. Wow. And now I just want to shut the yeah. door again and, and yell some more.
2: Jeez. Yeah, that's I – mean, uh, Yeah, you, you go down there. You put together a drive like that that puts you on top. You're up 14 to 10. And you just, just fade, you know. And and, and the thing about it, you're what, four minutes, the previous, the, the, you know, Ohio State's previous drive before they go down there and score, defense stops them. Mm -hmm. You know, and be honest with you, that should have, instead of, you know, the uh, offensive drive, it should have been a defensive drive on the stop. And you look at that second, you know, the Notre Dame series, they get the ball back at their own 11 with 412, 412 to go. Man, some of those calls. Mm hmm. Because they came close to, you know, throwing an interception on a yeah. screen. Yeah. Run the clock out. Yeah. I, you, uh... You've been running. Like, you know, you, you look at the, <laughs> you, you look at that, um, Series, you know, pass. Ar- Audrey goes eleven yards, and then what? I don't know what that play was when 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 Sam you know got hit for a loss because he was you know mm-hmm. I don't know if he was supposed to give it you know take it. It just like that series right there was at least to me almost as. Critical mm-hmm. as like I said, having only ten men on the field. Yeah, you know, you, you you don't you run, and you they get the ball back at their on their own thirty-five with less than a minute, less than uh, a minute and a half, and you give up one play after another.
1: Yeah,
2: it's just again, just the last in the last few few plays of a few series. You cost yourself the game. Yep. Notre Dame flat out yep. cost himself the game with inexcusable, undisciplined undis- 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 um, calls.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, let's talk about uh, some of those play calls too. Uh, that uh, that fourth down attempt where, where they were trying to sneak Sam across uh, for, for the one-yard gain and he gets stopped. Um Why are you not giving it to Estime there? Why are you not having Mitchell Evans line up on, you know, on on the you know behind center and have him just take it up the middle? Why are we why are we having Sam go on the outside on a side where there's two free guys just running free for Ohio State? Like what? What's the what's the thought process there?
2: Yeah, well, not even Sam like. Shoot, you know, you you know they had multiple running backs who were running extremely yeah. well. Yeah, that you could, you know, you could go to any one of them. Yeah, Ron Payne, you know, Love. But yeah, you had options, and and again, I don't know that that last you know it, it, it happened a couple of times where it's like. Sam, you gotta go get that. Yeah. You know, if, if you're gonna bounce it out, if you're not just gonna push it up in there behind the, the line, you can't bounce it out there and, and then kinda go halfway. If you're gonna bounce it out there, you gotta go attack that line of scrimmage and get that first down.
1: Yeah, I, I like there there were a few you know the i mean now now that we know there was two two plays with 10 men on the field to, to wrap things up for you know for for the game on defense uh but i mean like there there were just some some play call just, like they just didn't make sense you know like and it, and it seemed kind of very uncharacteristic of 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 both of both coordinators really uh of, of both uh al golden and jared parker like i there, there were a couple of there were more than you know a couple of rough calls there that I was just like, um, why?
2: So, and and the, the, and the whole time they, they they had a had an opportunity. Yeah. But again, football is a game of inches.
0: Yeah.
2: You know, you know you're able to flip the field that can that can have a, a huge impact when yeah. you're able to you know get stops. But it's a game of inches, and again, if you're just a little bit off here, a little bit off there, those things add up, and they come back to haunt you.
1: Yeah, yeah. The, during the first half, especially the first quarter, you know those, those first couple of drives where Notre Dame looked good. You know they they were looking good; they were moving the ball, and they came up with nothing both times. And I just kind of felt, you know this this is gonna bite us. This is gonna bite us at the end. And, uh, yeah, sure enough, it did. Uh, 17-14, the final Ohio State over Notre Dame, live from uh, Notre Dame Stadium. This is the official Notre Dame football postgame show. Forthcoming, we've got Marcus Freeman's postgame press conference. Uh, We'll we'll let you hear that coming up uh, right after this. The official Notre Dame football post-game show presented by South Bend Orthopedics, continuing on Sunny 101.5 and Sports Radio 960 WSBT. Marcus Freeman met with media after the game. Here's what he had to say.
4: You know, obviously, as I just told the team, disappointing. Um, had a lot of opportunities to win that game, and then we didn't. Um, credit to them for continue to, to battle back and, and be resilient when we went up. And you know we gotta we gotta finish that game and uh, tough loss, but but I was told that the the group of guys, man, we gotta we got a good football team, and at times we showed it today um, versus a really good football team, and so you know to be on the losing side, it it, it's, it it hurts, it stinks, but we gotta own it, we gotta learn from it, and we gotta get back to work on as coaches tomorrow, and as a team on Monday, and um, use the pain of, of of a loss to really. Help us find a way to get better, you know. And uh so I told them we're always chasing reaching our full potential every Saturday. And and there was at times today we didn't do that. And we gotta figure out why and and, and make sure that we attack it and, and and don't let it happen, you know. And so you know, it's disappointing. It is, it is, it is, and, and we are disappointed, but we gotta move forward. We have to move forward. Um because we gotta get ready for our good Duke team next week. So with that I'll open up for questions
0: will start second row on your left Tyler James.
1: Marcus on that third and 19 play where they get down to the one yard line, what was the plan there? What went wrong that allowed them to get the first down?
4: Yeah, we wanted to play coverage um, you know, and, and uh, you know, we thought we were going to be able to kind of give them a different look and, and play some quarters and, and he threw a good ball, man. He threw a, a really good ball. That last year's we're trying to kind of mix it up a little bit with a young quarterback and not just play man every play and you up putting it in a tight window, and uh, they made a play.
1: Was there an emphasis to try to tackle them short of the fir- first down so they can't run another play, or was that uh, – I, I don't know if there was a – No, it was mark- an
4: emphasis not to let them catch the ball and get yeah. a first down. Thank you.
0: Down
3: in front on your right, John Bryce.
4: Marcus, you just said a moment ago you've got to use the pain of this loss and then try to learn and benefit from it, but then you're also very much about one play, one life live in the moment so so how do you balance that how do you not let that pain linger yeah I mean it's 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 natural it's natural feelings that you're going to have it we're all disappointed you know and and at some point you got to get ready to move on to the next game obviously it's not going to be tonight <laughs> you know you want to go and watch it and learn from it and we have to use we use every game to make us better but specifically this one right how do you find a way to make your team better um through a difficult loss and um We'll do that. We'll do that. I know. I know our coaches and our players will. And then your your last true
3: offensive possession after the fourth down stop, I guess around the eleven yard line. What was what went into the conversations there to talk about whether run or pass, and then how you use timeouts? Or timeout yeah,
4: ground ground? I was in communication with Jaron. I didn't. There wasn't a way to just run the ball, and the game would be over, right? And so what I didn't want to do was concede to say, okay, let's just run the ball three times, make them use two of their timeouts right and then all of a sudden we're just punting the ball and 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 just giving them a chance to to come down the field with the same amount of time they had and so as I told them I said hey let's be smart but let's let's play to win this game let's play to win this game and so um that's what we did you know and a second down screen is is almost as good as a run you know but obviously was tipped and the kid made a great play and and the clock stopped and then we ran it on third and uh, made him use a timeout and so Again, I told those guys before the game, and I told those guys during the game, I don't want to play to lose. I want to be aggressive and attacking, and that's what we did. Front row on your left, Tyler Horka. Marcus, the
5: film shows that on that last play,
4: there were only 10 people on the field. Just curious what happened. Yeah, we were trying to get a fourth D-lineman on the field, and I told him just stay off because we can't we can't afford a penalty. I didn't have any timeouts, right? So we couldn't afford a penalty there, um, you know, and – yeah it's it's on us it's, we've got to be better
5: before that when the game comes down to that last play like that what's the message to the team in the huddle and just to, before they get out on the
4: field freaking windy interval that's all I said uh, so I said you know it was really two plays we caught a timeout on third down right and so there's two plays um really to be prepared for in that situation and so you know it went through an incomplete pass had three seconds left and we couldn't Get a timeout, right? We were out of timeouts. You can't really crowd's allowed. You can't relay a message, and so, you know, I told him we're probably going to run the same call twice, and that's uh, what we end up doing. Front row on your right, Pete Sampson.
5: Mark the first fourth down stop where uh, Sam ended up scrambling. What was the call supposed to be? Yeah. Uh, what did they show, and then did,
1: yeah. also the thought of going for it there opposed to kicking? What would? Yeah,
4: end. I mean, any time we're across the fifty, I mean, it's. I'm gonna probably go for it on fourth and one, you know, and that's just you, you play the percentage you're either gonna be all in and do it or not right and 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 obviously, when you don't get it it's terrible but but the percentages show you man fourth and one you you cross a fifty you have to go for it, you know, and so because of the percentages of getting that um the, the call was to getting the big personnel and, and really trying to get them to think we're going to run and take a shot, you know, and be aggressive. And it was a play action pass, and they covered it well. And, you know, Sam's got to – he knows he wants, he's got to make that first down. You know, we knew, hey, if they covered the pass, then Sam would be able to scramble and uh, just came up a little bit short there.
1: And Ace, when you were in the locker room talking how much of a sense of just a missed opportunity does tonight feel with all, all these small moments
5: that, yeah. that add up to –
4: 3-0. Yeah, I don't want to take anything away from Ohio State and um, their victory, but we did not play as well as we could have, and that's the disappointing thing, you know, and so that's not taking anything away from Ohio State. That's just evaluating us, and we didn't play the entire game, right, just the way we, we would have liked to. There was There was drives. There were spurts that we were just – really moving the ball and defensively really shut them down and then you give up a big player or, or you know man there's just a couple plays you wish you could redo you know but you can't so you got to learn from it you got to pick your head up and learn from it and we got to move forward
5: front
0: row far
4: right eric hansen
0: hey coach i know that you want an offensive line defensive line driven program you said that from the start how do you feel like that fared tonight?
4: I thought it was up and down. I think there were times we were controlling the line of scrimmage offensively, and big plays were happening. But the times that we weren't, they were getting tackles for loss. I mean, you could just watch it on the video board and just say, okay, that guy beat one of our players, and it's a tackle for loss. You know. But when we were really controlling the line of scrimmage offensively, um, we were able to move the ball rushing, especially later in the game. Defensively, I don't. I, I, I got to go look and see. Um, I think we did a good job stopping the run. I don't know how many rushing. They had the long run. I know that. Um, you know, uh, Travion Henderson had the long run. But other than that, I thought we did a really good job stopping the run. We just didn't get enough pressure. You know, I just felt we weren't getting pressure. I wanted to hit him more until probably the last series. I think we got a little bit more pressure the second to last series. But we got to find ways, as, as you all brought up many times, of getting pressure um, on the quarterback. Second row, um far right. Coach, you said you you get you didn't want to rush anyone
1: else on the field and risk it getting a penalty. What's the disadvantage in that situation with
4: where the ball was at being at the one yard line? Yeah. It is there an advantage maybe just to take the penalty so you can have eleven men on the field? Yeah, you you coulda, you know, you could have but you know, to me it was like, Hey, don't give them another opportunity to get settled and to try to make a different call, right? Hey guys like Stay off the field. Let's not give them a freebie from a half-yard line, and um, let's try to stop them. You know? And I thought maybe they would do the same thing they did the snap before. They didn't. They end up running the ball. Um, so I got to watch the play and see where the ball hit. But, um, yeah, that's why I made that decision. And then third row on your right, Tim Priester.
3: Coaches, Coach, does, does part of what makes this hurt so badly – the knowledge that or do you feel like you outplayed them for the majority of the game no it hurts because we didn't
4: play at our best that's that's i keep saying it's 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 not about them as much as it is about us and playing at our full potential and that's what we're chasing and that's why i'm disappointed because if we would have a couple more plays the result of the game would have been different but we didn't and so it's not that we gave the game away. It's just that we didn't reach our full potential, you know, and uh, that's the disappointing
3: part. I want to ask about Mitchell Evans. You didn't have him uh, last week, and you, you had him this week. Uh, obviously made a pretty big difference for you guys.
4: Yeah, he's a difference maker. It's, it's great to have him back. Made some big plays today, big catches, and did a good job in the run game. Any other questions for Coach?
0: In the middle, right, Mark uh, Mike Bernadino.
6: Marcus obviously feels for everybody, but just uh, Sam in particular has had a lot of these losses at his previous stop, the devastating loss, and for for him to be here and have it in that way, just the camera kept finding him. And what what was your exchange with him yeah, after? I don't
4: I don't know what he had at his previous stop, right? What does today have to do with where he was at? It's disappointing because he's the quarterback of our team, and we didn't win today. We didn't reach our full potential. We didn't win, and so that has nothing to do with where he was previously. You know, and so I feel bad for every one of our kids. Every one of them put their heart into this thing, right? So I don't feel worse for Sam than I would feel for everyone. Every one of our kids prepared their tails off, and they went out there and gave it everything they had. So I feel bad for everybody, and I'm, it has nothing to do with last year and where Sam was at and, and those type of games he might have had.
6: And you said the, the analytics uh, everything pointed to going for it early rather than get on the board first. But that was something that I think you wrestled with even in the offseason as you did your self-assessments. Do you, do you question yourself at all uh, at that point, or is that that's just uh, that's something you'll do in the future if presented the same opportunity?
4: I'll probably do the same thing. we, we got to find a better way to execute. That's what we have to do is we have to find a better way to execute. All right. Thank you very much, Coach. Thanks, guys. And that's Marcus
1: Freeman's uh, post-game press conference. Uh, We'll, uh, we'll give our thoughts on that coming up in just a second. Uh, but first, uh, we'll, uh, we'll take care of uh, paying some bills. Uh, it's the official Notre Dame football postgame show presented by South Bend Orthopedics on Sunny 101.5 and Sports Radio 960 WSBT. <laughs> We're teaming up with Sentier Bank for the field goal for the community. For every field goal made in a Notre Dame game, $10 will go to Sentier Bank's charity, the Boys and Girls Club of St. Joseph County. Unfortunately, another game with no field goals. Uh, but we'll try again next week. Sentier Bank, tr- uh, discover a better way to save with
2: Sentier Bank.
1: Um, Reggie, your thoughts on, uh, on, on Coach Freeman's press
2: conference? Yeah, and he's, I, I will say this. He didn't throw the team under the bus. He, you know, owned it, and you know they had a they. It was their game plan. You know, you don't have to agree with it, but their game plan was their game plan. And you know, again, yeah, he's continued to to he's continued, he's continued to grow in the position. You know, but like I said it's hard, you know hard to understand how you have ten men that that's you know you know you know whatever the case may be the miscommunication that's just that can't happen in that at the end of the game like that because again it's the game on the line you got to be on point and you know guys have somebody got to be paying attention you know whether that's one of the coaches you know players Dude, you're in that situation and you only have 10 men on the field. Mm-hmm. I That's that's one It's just like you, you can't get that back. You, yeah. you just can't yeah. get that back. And that's that's a, that's one that's hard to stomach. Yeah. And, you know, good football team. I agree. But when you have opportunities to win a football game, you got to finish. And this is, you know, hopefully another growth opportunity as he was speaking. Speaking of, but at some point in time, you got to grow up and, yeah. and finish finish things off. And this is, you know, this this is still a, a, a really good football team. I, yeah. I do like how they're still they're still adjusting and adapting in the second half, you know, making the adjustments. Mm-hmm. But you know, I don't know. It's just frustrating because they were in a position to win, and you didn't see that 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 killer, that dog that yeah. says, no matter what, I'm, I I got to get this. And it was just, you know, a little bit off here and there, you know, play here and there. Again, they did not play bad, you know. And that's kind of one of those, kind of really like we were talking about how they didn't play as well as they could have, but they found a way to manufacture points, you know, last week. This week, it just – you, those inches, just they they matter. You know, like I said, you know, defense stopped their offense multiple times. Stopped them on fourth down. Mm-hmm. They made plays. And it's just, you know, just, they just got to grow up faster. They just got to grow up faster. It's, yeah. it's it's that simple. And finish games because that you know for that to happen. That's you know, you're not finishing the game the right way. You know, when I, I go I go back to that last drive before um you know after after Notre Dame had scored and you know got up fourteen nothing. They stopped they stopped Ohio State on fourth down mm-hmm. with four. Four minutes left, 4 Four twelve left, and that series after that stop, that's where the game should have been sealed, mm-hmm. and it wasn't. And then you come back and you have an opportunity to stop them, and you don't. And, again, and it's not, it wasn't, like I said, just some egregious plays or just poor performance – it was just a little bit here, a little bit there, you know, you know, miscommunication on the handoff with with Sam and in, in the back, and you know, you get dropped for a loss. You know, and then you come back, you know, a guy a little bit off here, and that penalty, you know, on on JD Bertrand, you know, five five it might be a five yard penalty, but again, why are we getting a penalty on a punt? Yeah. And so, and then you come back, they get the ball, they start moving. You got to find a way to make a stop. And the pass down to where they got him on the goal line, that was a heck of a pass by McCord. I mean, oh, yeah. he. Yeah,
1: Kyle yeah, McCord I'm made some the plays. Saf- <laughs>
2: yeah. Yes, he did. But I'm looking at the safety. Mm-hmm. Why are you not driving on that football? You're in the end zone. Yeah. He's not behind you. You should be – you're in the end zone. You should be driving forward on any pass going because there's nothing going over your head because you're in the end zone. So you should be able to drive on that play. And, again, DJ earlier, DJ Brown had an opportunity to make a pick, let it go through his hands. Again, it wasn't something that, you know – totally egregious that didn't necessarily lose us the game, but it sure could have, you know, won the game sooner. So it's just a little play here, a little play there, that it all adds up in the end.
3: Mm -hmm.
1: You can – you can you can try and dress up you know not not have it you know not having enough men on the field and and all that stuff for the final two play the two biggest plays of the game um and I get the mentality of of not wanting to take the penalty if you're if you're further back from the one yard line that's when I get it I get it if you know if they're at like you know. 10 15 20 yard line and and you know they're they're trying to run somebody on so that they have 11 and they get the penalty I get that then um you're at the one yard line you you use you lose half a yard you know and it's it's the last seven or three seconds depending on which play you do it on you know like why do you not take that penalty
2: I couldn't tell you. <laughs> that, I, that I mean. was, yeah, you know, <laughs> I've I've never been in that situation, but that one was a a bit surprising. Yeah, to hear that 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 statement made because it's like I said, I'm not sure what you know. You're talking, you're literally three seconds. Yeah. So it's one play. Yeah. You they only have one play, so I don't know how. Taking a penalty there is going to be detrimental. Yeah. So I, I that's
1: like they they still you know, have to I, punch it in that. from that half yard out. You know. I mean, it's not it's not just correct. A, it's not just a gimme here. Um. Yeah.
2: I, I, and you stopped them on fourth down before. Yeah. So. Yeah. No. I. I that's a good question.
1: Yeah. I. I. I... It's like that's what's echoing around in my head right now. Is just uh, like why not take that penalty there? Why not? So I don't know. Maybe,
2: maybe, maybe. I, I maybe I'm, I'm looking I at things wrong. You. So no, I agree with you on that. It's like I, I'm not like I said what again? Again, we're not on the field, so it's kind of hard yeah. to say. But I, I that's a question that is. To me completely valid and <laughs> yeah. would inquiring minds would want to know yeah <laughs> i'm glad
1: i'm glad i'm not the only one thinking that awesome um <laughs> oh man if you if you don't find yourself laughing it just hurts more um anyway still to come We've got the opponent's scoreboard. Uh, we've got. Uh, we'll find out how Notre Dame's opponents are uh, are, are faring tonight. Um, also, uh, we've got the key bank, key play of the game still to get to, and uh, and plenty more as the official Notre Dame football post game show rolls on. More after this. With Reggie Brooks, I'm Jimmy Rosari. It's the official Notre Dame football post-game show on Sports Radio 960 WSBT and Sunny 101.5. Uh, Ohio State 17, Notre Dame 14. Um, uh, let's see. Let's uh, break down some more. Like, As a multitude of thoughts are, are <laughs> racing through <laughs> my head right now. Uh, Kyle McCord, uh, in that fourth quarter... Uh, he he showed why why he's QB one at Ohio State. Like he he came up huge for them. Also Henderson as well. Uh, Henderson had 104 yards uh, rushing and uh, and and on 14 uh, carries, including the big long 61 yard uh touchdown run that uh, came after the missed fourth down conversion by Notre Dame. Like it happened like the. The very next play, right after it, and I was just like, "Oh no!" The, here, here's here's where the dam completely breaks, and and the and the entire town is flooded, and we all die. You know, it's like, um, I mean, they 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 went for the knockout punch, they went for the knockout punch, uh, but uh, but Notre Dame was able to you know stay on their feet, you know, up up until you know. <sighs> only have a ten minutes, yeah, last it,
2: two plays the you, game. You, again, you, you you again. There was very well played game. You yeah. know, all things considered, on both sides, and I oh, agree. Yeah. McCord, um, you know, had some struggles early. Yeah. We we were get you know kind of getting to him, making him feel uncomfortable. You know, but it, whenever we gave him any amount of time, he executed. I, I, yeah. he, again, yeah. you know. You know you go to playing coverage when you got, you know, some pretty, like pretty good receivers, like, um, and hats, hats off to Ben Morris. Yeah. You know, yeah. you know, you look at Marvin Harrison jr. Is, is a stud mm-hmm. flat out. And, you know, all intensive purposes, he, he pretty much locked him up.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, oh, three yeah. catches, 32 yards. I mean, that's, yeah, you know, targeted seven times and just gets the three catches for for thirty two yards. That's that's pretty doggone yeah. good work by Ben Morrison right there.
2: Uh, and the, and the guy that really really hurt us is the uh, mecca Abuka. Yeah, I mean, yeah.
1: And, and another studded wide he, receiver.
2: <laughs> right, but where did he do his he do? He did his damage in the slot. Yeah, too many times we're seeing you know, especially down the middle of the field, whether it's tight end or, or, or a book, it's like we gotta we gotta be better with our safeties and in our in our nickel guys to you know to defend. I mean they were like literally out of positions a lot of times. And that was the thing that was really disconcerting to me to see that secondary in particular I said, you know, nickel backs and safeties, guys running down the middle of the field. Yeah. And Running out of middle field, wide open, yeah, and yeah. and and rightfully so. We put a lot of emphasis on you know you know, really getting after you know um, Marvin Harrison Jr. But man, you know, we, other guys stepped up for them, and, and, yeah. and we just weren't weren't quite weren't we we're just not quite there. But I was. Also, Chris Tyree with the one, you know, twenty-five yard catch, but early man, too. We didn't really, you know, we didn't really, we didn't really. I mean, with Mitchell Evans, did good, good work down the middle of the field. Mm-hmm. I really think we could have used, gone doing a, done a better with getting Chris Tyree involved because I just don't think their safeties were as talented you know in past coverage as mm-hmm. we made him look
1: yeah yeah there were there were a couple of times where you know downfield you know sam just wasn't looking in that direction but there were guys wide open like yeah. just wide open and uh yeah it, it, it's all you know it was you know maybe he had gone through that check down already i don't know but uh but yeah um uh, you you mentioned Kyle McCord you know being able to get comfortable uh during the game i feel that ohio state didn't let sam hartman get comfortable no
2: and and we i mean it's, and Garrett, and offense line were, were, they were they were solid yeah for the most yeah. part yeah. mhm but i don't know what was, it, sam hartman just did not seem like the same same guy yeah, yeah. you know he was just he just like again, both on defensive side of the ball. J.D. Bertrand didn't seem to be quite there.
5: Mm-hmm.
2: And again, he he made plays, but it was the it's the little things that you don't do the right way on a consistent basis that come comes back to bite you.
1: Yeah, yeah.
2: and you know it was a, a play here, a play there. The same thing with Sam. I mean, he just wasn't quite as sharp. You know, and I I go back to the the fourth down play where, you know, he kind of just you know took the hit and, and went out of bounds instead of being aggressive to get the first down. Mm-hmm. You know, with it being fourth down. And then, you know, you watch him and you know that the second half, the first the, the fourth down play, where again I know you'll know, get. He was kind of forced out, but to go that wide and and yeah. you're going up against two defenders, yeah, you know, dive or something, but be aggressive to get that first down. Yeah, you know again, sixty eight percent completion. So you know, still his accuracy was still there. Mm-hmm. But again, like you said, you know, I think you know he missed some – missed some guys receivers yeah. down in the middle of the field that you know and he hit a few. He yeah. hit a few. Yeah. But I think, you know, he missed more than he hit.
1: Yeah. 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 That that that's a pretty good summary on on Sam Hartman today. Um uh, and getting back to Ohio State's receivers too. Uh, Emeka, uh Ibuka, uh uh seven catches, ninety six yards. Uh Cade Stover he came up huge for them today too. Seven catches. Uh just fifty two yards. But I mean they needed a big play. They went to they went to Cade Stover and he delivered. Uh so so hats off to them. Um
2: both the, both those guys. Yeah,
1: both of those guys were up. huge, huge yeah. days for them today. So um Yeah, I mean it was a pretty even game, really. You know, it, it, you know, yardage was was just about the same. Uh, you know, Notre Dame controlled the ball. You know, had you know had a better time of possession by like a solid ten minutes. But you know, yardage wise, you know, pretty pretty even. Three sixty six to three fifty one. Uh, you know, one seventy five and one seventy six passing and rushing for Notre Dame. Two forty and one twenty six uh, for Ohio State. I mean, like. This game delivered. This this game delivered uh, as a as a prime time matchup. Uh, it just kind of sucks the result. So, uh, so yeah,
2: that's just not. I agree. <laughs> I could It's and it's and it's hard to you know. It's hard to really get. I mean, this game, like I said, this is one is like, it's just it sticks in your crawl. Yeah, because you're like, wow. It, they were right there. Mm-hmm. Notre Dame was right there yeah. to win this game, and just let it slip away. Yeah, I mean it wasn't anything egregious. Well, no, it was egregious. I mean, it- I'm sorry. It's- <laughs> it's- <laughs> it's- 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 it's-
1: those last two plays were a little egregious.
2: <laughs> yeah, so I-, I-, I retract that statement. Okay,
1: but for the- for right. the most part, outside of those two plays,
2: part, yeah. It was a good game, but it again just little bits here and there. Yeah, again, you just you allowed you you allowed yourself to miss a few plays, and mm-hmm. you know I I go back to that you know the big run. JD, he sh- got to make that play, but yeah. then you look at it. If he goes, he goes inside, takes the inside track. And I believe his fit should have should have been outside of the tackle. If he's if he's in the outside tackle position, he makes that play.
3: Yeah.
2: And yeah, <sighs> it wasn't like he was way off. But it was just a little bit here. And then the safety comes down, uh Henderson and he misses the tackle.
1: Yeah.
2: Yeah, you know, you, 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 JD, yeah, he wasn't Johnny on the spot. But Henderson, yeah, you got to make that tackle.
3: Yeah.
2: You're, you're, you're running the alley. You got to get there. You got to be there and you got to make the tackle.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: Yep. It, 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 I will say the defensive line played well.
1: Yeah. How would that Yeah.
7: Bat-Tee- Howard Cross had a, a
1: game, game today. Bate Howard, Batello, yeah, Batello yeah, was making right. plays. Uh, yeah. uh, gosh, who? Uh, the, I mean, Gene there were there were plays being made on the on the on the defensive yeah. line all 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 day today. Gabe Rubio had a couple of plays where where he yeah. was coming up big. Uh, you know, coming off of uh, coming off of an injury. Uh, you know, Howard Cross, like you mentioned, he had a big game. Uh, uh, Jean-baptiste had a had a big game today he had eight tackles. Uh, you know, just there, there, there were there were some really good performances today and it just kind of yeah. sucks that they couldn't get the win so
2: couldn't finish yeah this is about finishing. you gotta finish off drives and you got to finish off teams right. Again, yeah, that that one series when Notre Dame stopped, Ohio State in the fourth quarter, mm-hmm. and, you know, after they scored eight minutes, you got that fourth down. I yeah. mean, th- th- that fourth down is ringing. Wow. The defense did their job. Stop them because, again, they, were dr- they drove down the field, got it all the way down, you know, in, in in you know the red zone, and you stop them on fourth down. The game should have been over there because again, you, you go tell me as well as Ed, Estimate was running. I mean they were you know they haven't stopped, but you know, Jabron Payne, Estimate they were running downhill, getting yards. Yeah.
1: That yeah, drive, It was it was the return of the five headed monster.
2: Yeah, that, for for that, the
1: last it, it, couple of for the last couple of weeks, you know, it was it was really the Audric Estime show. But tonight, it was more the uh, the the return of the five headed monster, which I mean, that's awesome. Uh, you know, it kept it it really kind of kept them a little bit off balance defensively, and um, yeah, yeah, it, it, again, having
2: success, <laughs> yeah, stick with it, yeah. Stick, I mean, again, I don't, and it was that scramble they called it a you know sam scramble but it looked like there was a miscommunication in the backfield and where well, i think you know it looked like a kind of a zone zone read or zone read option it's like you got to give the ball on that yeah you know it was just again he was just not off but just just a little little bit here mm-hmm. a little bit here a little bit there yep
1: uh, Let's see. Duke is next. Uh, another primetime game, by the way, too. Uh, Notre Dame heading to Duke uh, to take on the Blue Devils next week. We'll uh, find out how they did coming up in the opponent's scoreboard. Uh, let's see. I think we've got uh, – I think we might be able to get a player press conference in here, too, uh, before uh, before we wrap things up. So that's all still to come here on the official Notre Dame football postgame show presented by South Bend Orthopedic. The official Notre Dame football post-game show on Sunny 101.5 and Sports Radio 960 WSBT, presented by South Bend Orthopedics. Trusted in the community for over 75 years. Uh, We've got uh, some comments from Sam Hartman. Uh, They made him available after the game today. Let's see what Sam had to say.
7: Sam, what's Coach Freeman's message message in the locker room after the game, and what what do you guys as leaders uh, say to your teammates? Um, it's a long season. You know that, that hurts. Um, close game. You know, big fan, big crowd. Uh, it's tough. You know, but the season goes on. The bond grows. You know, you win, you learn. Um, that'll show up in the loss column for us, and, and we know that. But um, it's about next week. It's about bouncing back, and it's all we can do. Obviously, the game ending the way it did hurts, but given that you were down 10-0, came back and had a chance to win, is there anything positive, positive you can take away from the rest of the game? I'm sure later in the week we can find something, but right now it's uh, pretty low, pretty dark, but um, that's college football. You know, it's life. Got to bounce back. That's what we'll do. It's Notre Dame.
3: Any other questions for Sam? Tim O'Malley, um, middle right.
1: Sam, we were able to find some holes in the in the secondary in the second half that maybe weren't there in the first half other than Mitchell Evans down the scene. Where where did you start seeing some places where you could take advantage of Ohio State when with Great House and Flores in the middle of the field?
7: Um, I mean, I think it was just being patient, trying to as much as we can. Um, again, a lot of it I'm going to have to go back and watch. Um, you know, it was, a, it was a quick game, fast game seemed like. Uh, but yeah, I mean, I think. We started running the ball well, so started they had to load the box a little bit. But again, it really nothing really paid off in the end when you lose.
6: We'll go in front of Tim to uh, Mike Bernzino. Sam on the on the fourth down uh, early in the game, up over by the sideline. Um, obviously, I give it to you at first. But was there any concern in the moment that that could happen, or or how would you would you do anything differently on that uh, on that run around the edge?
7: Um, yeah, if I would have got the first down, would probably be the better thing to do there. Um, How would but, you do that? Uh, I'm not sure. Maybe you could let me know.
6: And then just a, a devastating loss, in a you know you've had a lot of shootouts through the year. This was a different kind of game, but again, a, a last second loss for you. I mean, um, just what's going through your mind at the as you're staring at the other team celebrating again?
7: Um, yeah, frustration. You know, it's part of the game and. Um, again, it's a one-week season here, and we're gonna bounce back next week.
0: Down in front, on your left, Tyler Horka.
7: Uh, there was another time you ran it on fourth down. What'd you see on that play? Um, yeah, I mean, we just trying to go for it. Uh, went with QB sneak, try to get around the edge. Got caught up a little bit, but again, it's part of the game. We execute a little bit better. I find a better hole, get outside a little bit better. It's uh, you know, it's a different ball game, or we get the first down. Drive continues. Probably not the first time you've
5: been on the sideline kind of helpless feeling where another team's going down and you can't do much about it but just kind of what is that like especially in a game of this magnitude where it literally all comes down to what happened there at the very end
7: um I mean I think uh we had a lot of faith on our defense defense made a lot of stops uh you just wish you could have executed better on the the four minute drive and, and kept them off the field and we didn't do that so it's on us
1: And that is uh, Sam Hartman post game uh on the official Notre Dame football post game show. Um little chippy.
2: You think? <laughs> A little chippy. <laughs> yeah, you, know, you can tell. You know, but I I get it. Yeah. I get it. That was one of those where, you know, hey, Again, you know, is a media,
1: mm-hmm.
2: and you know, I don't think he meant anything about it, but it was like, oh wow, it, and you know, coming, you know, getting in front of those cameras after a mm-hmm. game like that,
1: yeah, probably the last thing rough. you want to do, yeah, it's rough. Yeah. So, but uh, but yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm with Sam Hartman in that. Uh, yeah, I'm pretty chippy too after this game, so. <laughs> Yeah. So I mean it's like come on, man. It's like like what kind of a what kind of a question is that?
2: What would you have done
1: different? What kind of a question is that?
2: Yeah. I'd have got uh, the first down. I, yeah. I don't know, you know, you yeah. tell yeah. me how to do that, yeah. but Right. You know um, <laughs> uh, <anyway>. Yeah.
1: <laughs> We've got the opponent's scoreboard coming up.
2: <laughs> what you gonna do? Yeah,
1: exactly. Exactly. We've, uh, we've got the opponent's scoreboard coming up. Uh, in fact, uh, that's coming up uh, right after this break, and then uh, we'll be back uh, in, uh, in just a couple of minutes with some final thoughts as well on uh, Ohio State's 17-14 win against Notre Dame at Notre Dame Stadium here on the official Notre Dame football
5: postgame show. And now it's time to see how Notre Dame's opponents fared on the Under Armour opponent scoreboard. Of course, Under Armour, the official clothing and uniform providers of Notre Dame Athletics. NC State on Friday had to bite and scratch, but they do get the victory over Virginia 24-21. Central Michigan survives against South Alabama 34-30 earlier today. Duke, no problems with Yukon. 41-7 the final. Louisville, no problems with Boston College, 56-28. The Cardinals defeat the Eagles. They have just reached the halftime break. USC against Arizona State, 21-13. Trojans lead the Sun Devils. Pitt falls to North Carolina today, 41-24. Clemson had the lead for a good chunk of the game against Florida State in Death Valley, but ultimately it goes to overtime. Florida State escapes with a 31-24 victory over Clemson in overtime. Wake Forest, also a loser today, falling to Georgia Tech 30-16. And Stanford cannot hold a late lead A la Notre Dame, they lost to Arizona late 21-20 in Palo Alto earlier this evening. Navy and Tennessee State had the week off. Notre Dame oh so close to the win, but fall just short tonight 17-14 to Ohio State. When we return, we'll have the key bank, key play of the game. We'll also have final analysis from Jim Irizarry and Reggie Brooks. You are listening to the official Notre Dame football post-game show presented by South Bend Orthopedics on Sports Radio 960 WSBT and Sunny 101.5.
3: Chip Trainum, 233-pound tailback behind him. McCord shouts to the left, now walks behind his tackle to the right. Back under center, fourth and less than a yard. Jet sweep to the right side, to the 10. Push back. He didn't get it. He didn't get it. Didn't get it. Omeka Ibuka, the wide receiver, came in motion from the left. Went jet sweep to the right. And the former Buckeye, Javante Jean-Baptiste, met him in the backfield. His teammates helped.
1: And that is the key bank key play of the game. Uh the, the fourth down stop that uh, really should have been the game winner, quite honestly. Uh unfortunately Ohio State uh, coming back in the uh, in the uh, final seconds 17-14 win over Notre Dame. Um this uh this just got announced too. Uh, apparently college game day uh will be in Durham next week for the Notre Dame and Duke game. Um I'm not I'm not really? liking I'm not liking the voodoo that apparently they're uh, that they're putting on Notre Dame now. Um <laughs> <laughs> But uh so yeah, that's
2: uh well, That's Notre good Dame times. Is, they, they they better get it together quickly yeah. because again, you know, the the this is this is kind of that second quarter of the season where they're seeing this is the toughest 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 stretch. Yeah. Because you got Ohio State, Duke, Louisville, but then SC. So, you know, the, you, you got to put this one behind you.
1: Yeah.
2: Lock in and get ready for for the next one. And, you know, you're playing another ranked opponent that, you know, is playing really good football right now. So yeah. it's it's the little things that matter. Doing the little things the right way, they've got to sharpen things up. And, you know, it's a, as, as Sam Hartman said, it's a long season. Okay. Well, hey, this is this is just another game. You got to learn to take it a game at a time, and play effectively, play with discipline, and and play with passion. I, I that was another thing I just didn't see. The, it just they weren't they just didn't seem as a little flat sharp or as yeah yeah they just seemed they were a little, little flat and again that was really surprising to me with with the game of this magnitude
1: yeah. Yeah, and, you know, the, those lights aren't going to get any less bright either because next week's a 7.30 start, you know, 7.30 kickoff. Uh, the game against Louisville, I don't believe they have st- announced the start time for that yet, but we'll probably hear about that coming up in the next couple of days. Uh, and then USC, that's another 7.30 kickoff. Uh, yeah. You know, like, the the lights don't get any less bright from, from here on out. Uh, and, uh so, yeah, they uh, they need to go back uh, and keep working, keep working it. So,
2: I agree more. Yep, they're gonna have to get after it again. It's gonna and it's gonna take take everybody, you know, because this is one of those games when you lose a game like this, mm-hmm. it really, you know, you yeah. you you, you got to do some soul searching. Yeah, you got to do some soul soul searching to see who what are we made of who are we and and this is where again we're going to see the leadership capacity, capabilities of not only you know the Sam Hartmans you know the you know the defensive lineman on their team but it's going to test the the leadership of the OC the DC coach
1: yep yep absolutely so uh, same time next week partner
2: wow that's a night game huh uh-huh Ooh. yep Seven thirty kick getting too old for this jim man come on I, I Dude, need some you're telling me games. man <laughs> you're, you're telling <laughs> me <laughs> this
3: is <laughs> a little rough
1: yeah like i mean you know monday morning's gonna come rolling around isn't
3: it the, already the, here
1: <laughs> the, the, the the time that i wake up on monday morning i used to refer to as late sunday night the, just to put that into perspective, you know. So, uh but yeah, we'll uh, we'll be back here next week uh breaking things down after Notre Dame and Duke hopefully a uh, a much better result than the one that we got tonight. But you know that's just how the cards fell tonight, I guess. Uh Reggie, I will uh, I will talk to you next week, sir.
2: Sounds like a plan. Always looking forward to it and as always, go Irish.
1: Go Irish, indeed. Seventeen fourteen, Ohio State over Notre Dame. We'll see you next week. Duke, uh, the uh, the kickoff, like I said, 7.30 kickoff on that. Um, and our coverage here on Sports Radio 960 WSBT will get underway starting at 1 o'clock with a uh, replay of Wake Up the Echoes. So uh, another... Another nice afternoon stretching into the evening coming up next week against duke for reggie brooks i'm jimmy Roseri. this has been the official notre dame football postgame show presented by south bend orthopedics on sunny 101.5 and sports radio 960 wsbt this is the official notre dame football postgame show presented by south bend orthopedics trusted in the community for over 75 years also brought to you by coca-cola bell tire quality dining South Bend Airport, ABC 57, Great Clips, IBEW Local 153, and Coors. Notre Dame football is also brought to you by Legacy Heating and Air. Ask how you can get free maintenance for life and save like a champion today. Gates Chevy World Mishawaka and Gates Chevrolet South Bend. Two locations, twice as many Chevrolets, one great name, Gates. Sentier Bank. Discover a better way to save with Sentier Bank bud light locally distributed by united beverage company enjoy the smooth crisp taste of bud light martin supermarkets count on us first state bank committed to being a premier financial partner with hometown values barnaby's of mishawaka and granger serving michiana's most favorite pizza since 1978 pet refuge adopt don't shop where new beginnings have happy endings Sherwood Tire, U.S. Highway 30 in Plymouth. Your one stop for complete auto care for over 50 years. The Food Bank of Northern Indiana. Hunger is a story we can end. Find out how at FeedIndiana.org. Tim Grau, State Farm Insurance. For surprisingly great rates that fit anyone's budget, call Tim at 232-9981. Wakarusa Ag, your full-service ag dealer. Online at wakarusaag.com. Perkins Restaurant and Bakery in Elkhart, South Bend, and Perkins2Go.com. Driver's Seat South Bend. Life is easier with us in the driver's seat. 574-564-6050. Weaver Heating and Cooling. They install the best and replace the rest. And by Modern Kitchen. Stop by our showroom on McKinley in Elkhart. We will help you redesign, remodel, relax, and enjoy your kitchen.